Hi friends, welcome back to another episode of the Hugo Girls podcast. Maddie here, and this is actually my second take trying to record this intro because the first time it went like this. Hi friends, welcome back to another episode of the Hugo Girls podcast. Maddie here, another solo episode coming to you guys this week. And I'm actually recording this a little bit early just because I'm going to be out of town next weekend when I typically record. Okay, not kidding you guys, I did not edit that at all whatsoever, and that's what happened when I just sat down and recorded the intro. So, I'm just going to leave that here. You guys heard what I was trying to say. Sorry, I kind of sounded like I ingested a whole lot of helium, and with that, let's get started with the episode. So, I'm recording this on Friday, January 17th, which, fun fact, is the, like, standard nationalized day that people typically give up their New Year's resolutions. So, if you stuck to your New Year's resolutions, then good for you because I think it's over, like, 80% of Americans um, give up on their New Year's resolutions by... January 17th, which is absolutely insane. But yeah, so I'm recording for you guys a little bit early. This is going to be uploaded at its normal Monday, normal time. But when you guys are listening to this, I'm actually going to be in Aspen for the X Games, which is super exciting. That's actually going to be my high for the week um, this week. But yeah, I just wanted to come and talk to you guys about how to deal with burnout, how to get out of a rut, because like I was saying, it is the national day that most people give up their New Year's resolutions. And for some reason, I feel like this year, New Year's resolutions kind of had a weird like energy around them. I don't know. I feel like the beginning of the year for me personally was not the best, which is kind of disappointing. Um, Nothing necessarily happened that made it not amazing, but I just, I wasn't feeling my best. I wasn't feeling nearly as motivated as I expected to be. And I was just kind of in a rut. I was kind of burned out. And the thing is, is that it wasn't just me. I talked to a lot of other people and there just seems to be this weird vibe around the beginning of 2020. So I just wanted to come to you guys and talk to you about how to deal with burnout and get out of a rut because I feel like a lot of people even if you did stick to your New Year's resolutions, you're starting to get to that point where you're like, okay, it's the same thing every day, or this is starting to get harder, it's starting to get less exciting, more repetitive. And so, yeah, that's what today's episode is going to be about. But before we get into that, I'm going to start with the standard highs, lows, and future highs. So like I said, my high um, is actually that I am going to be in Aspen when you guys are listening to this, which is so exciting. I'm going with two of my good friends, and we're staying in a, I'll call it a more luxury motel. Um, Aspen is crazy expensive, and especially around the X Games, they jack up the prices on the hotels. So... We're staying in a a cute little fly fishing motel, um, actually outside of Aspen, and we're going to see the X Games, we're going to get the concerts, do a little bit of skiing, Um, so yeah, that's my high, or I guess that can be my future high, I'll switch it up because that's in the future. Um, My low is that, like I was saying, I just kind of have been in a weird rut. I was sick all of last week, which if you guys heard the episode two episodes ago, um, I was getting over a cold. I'd had a fever. I just felt very blah. And I still am just kind of trying to get out of that. I felt very weird lately. I haven't been in my normal routine for working out. um, So I'm just, I'm kind of feeling a little burned out and a little blah. So that's probably my low. But then my high 
high because I already did my future high is just that I'm finally getting back into routine. This morning I woke up and went to a cycling class. I'm going up to the mountains with some friends this weekend and I'm just starting to feel like a lot better and um, kind of get out of my rut. So yeah, that's going to be my high. So kind of just to jump right into the meat of the podcast, if you will, I just wanted to talk about New Year's resolutions and goals. So if you guys listened to my episode, um, that was the bonus episode about how to set an intention for your um, new year or how to set goals that are maintainable and achievable, it all sounds great and fantastic until you have to actually sit there and keep those goals. And even if you set an intention or set a goal that's very maintainable and very achievable, it's very easy to fall out of that very quickly. Especially for me, um, when I'm around my friends, I'm like, okay, one of my goals was that... I'm going to really stick to being dairy-free, gluten-free because dairy really hurts my stomach and gluten like affects my skin in all kinds of funky ways. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. And if I'm being honest, I haven't been good about it. And I, I feel like a lot of it is a social thing because I'll go out with people and I'll go places and there just won't be a like option on the menu that I really want or whatever it may be. And so I feel like that's just an example of how easy you can simply turn that one goal into kind of a failed goal. And that sense of failure brings this overwhelming like sadness to me personally. And that's not to say that when I go out and I eat stuff I'm not supposed to, I feel this overwhelming sense of sadness. But all these little things that start to build up over time, like start to make you feel weird and start to kind of put you in a rut or start to make you feel a little bit burned out. So for me, I'm going to talk a little bit about burnout and use a couple of different examples for you guys. But burnout or being in a rut can look a bunch of different ways. So this can mean not hitting your goals right after the start of the year. And it's okay to restart. Like I was saying, I haven't even stuck to all of my goals. And you don't need a new year. You don't need a new week. You just need a new mindset to restart your goals. So Instead of saying waiting until tomorrow or waiting until next week or after this event or next year, you just need a new mindset. And that's okay if you don't hit your goals right away. It's okay to restart. So the other night before I was going to bed, I sat down and I redefined my goals. But more importantly, I sat down and established why they're my goals to be like in the first place, if that makes sense. So like I said, the start of 2020 wasn't as motivating as I wanted it to be. And I kind of drifted from myself and who I believe I am at my core. And I started prioritizing things that I never really have before. And I don't particularly like or care for, because I felt like I needed to. And I don't know why I felt like I needed to, but I did. And so when I caught this and I found myself slipping into this rut, I sat down and I redefined why I set these goals in the first place. So fun fact, there are three major reasons why college age students face burnouts, which is me, which is all of my friends, and I think a lot of you guys, and that is the inability to accomplish um, non-academic goals that you've set for yourself. So I'm not talking about school, I'm talking about non-academic goals. So I want to lose this much weight, I want to reach out to more people, I want to be more open, I want a relationship, I want to start doing this, those kind of goals. The second is the overwhelming feeling of stress in regard to academic responsibilities. So that is um, more school-related test projects, all that jazz. And the third is the pressure of finding a romantic relationship or having a set partner according to social norms. So those are the three major reasons that college students face burnouts, which personally, I can relate to all of those. Um, I think that that was a pretty good overview of why we face burnouts. And I feel like a lot of times it's not one set thing, but it's a mixture of all those little things that cause you to feel a certain way. 
So like I was saying, it's all about your mindset. It's all about the mindset that you're in and kind of teaching yourself to think a certain way. So for the purpose of this episode, I'm going to use those three examples and talk about them in regards to mindset, talk about different tips and ways that you can kind of get out of this rut um, specifically for those three goals. But you can definitely apply these to other examples in your personal life or whatever it may be. So the first is, like I was saying, you set too high of goals in 2020, or you were, for some reason, unable to accomplish realistic goals. Maybe you were sick, like I was, or had some sort of emergency, or maybe you weren't just mentally ready. And so those things prohibited you from accomplishing your goals. I feel like so often we don't accomplish our goals. And when you sit down and you think about why you didn't accomplish them and you don't have a reason like, oh, I was sick. Oh, I had a lot of tests that week. Oh, something with my family came up, something with my friends. You feel more guilty for not accomplishing them. That's okay. You don't have to have a reason for why you didn't accomplish your goals. So even the smallest goals though, if you don't accomplish them, you're going to feel this sense of guilt or failure. And that's just how the human soul works. That's how it is. So, for example, if you said you were going to wake up at 6 a.m. and you snooze your alarm and you go back to bed, you're going to feel this small sense of guilt. And while that one action isn't going to put you into this rut or isn't going to make you feel burned out, over time, these little actions are going to begin to build up. And that's what causes burnout, which is when you feel helpless and accomplishing what you want to or you get in a rut, a mindset of playing the victim to yourself and feeling unable to change your own life, which is not something that any of us, not a place that any of us want to be. So it's this kind of burnout or rut that you're facing. And so you have to reset your goals and approach them differently this time. So first and foremost, you have to forgive yourself. Forgiving yourself is the number one priority in terms of getting out of a rut you can't hold on to the past and I know that's so much easier said than done but you can't say oh I should have done that because you can't do anything about it now you're not in the past you're only in the future so you have to change your mindset and go from there and the second is for me you have to start to time batch So for those of you who don't know what time batching is, it's a cognitive behavioral method. Um, So therapy essentially and yes you can do it to yourself And essentially, you pair something you enjoy with something you don't exactly enjoy. And over time, your brain is going to connect the two. And it's almost like you're tricking your brain into liking something until it actually begins to like it. So going back to the goal of waking up at 6 a.m., which I'm assuming is something you don't enjoy, I don't enjoy, um, and or you're having a hard time accomplishing or whatever you may be. So right now, choose a goal that you want to use for this mindset, for this cognitive behavioral therapy method and go from there. For me, it's going to be 6 a.m. So you want to wake up at 6 a.m. Pair it with something you like. So if you're a big coffee drinker, right when you wake up, walk downstairs and make a cup of coffee. Like podcasts, start listening to a podcast right when you get out of bed as you walk to the bathroom to brush your teeth. For me, I'm a little psychotic, and I tricked myself into waking up early by working out. And I know that sounds strange, but on the days where I don't have early classes, I still wake up early and go straight to the yoga studio because it's something I love. It's something that fuels me. And over time, your brain connects the two, and there are positive emotions associated with waking up early because for me, there are positive emotions with going to the yoga studio. There are positive emotions with listening to a podcast, with drinking your cup of coffee. And the harder it is... Um, for you to do this specific task that you don't necessarily like, the more you need to like the thing that you're pairing it with. So for example, just a cup of coffee isn't going to get me out of bed in the morning. I have to do something a little bit more drastic than that. So choose something that you really enjoy and pair it with the thing that you don't. 
And that's what time batching is. So over time, your brain connects the two, like I was saying. And waking up early is going to be a lot easier to not hit snooze in the morning. And like I was saying, you can apply this to all different kinds of goals because it's about your mindset. You have to physically trick your mind into liking things that you don't necessarily like. So there's this quote that I saw on Pinterest because for some reason I go through phases of liking Pinterest and not liking Pinterest. Um, And right now I'm in one of the phases where I like to be motivated and I look up a bunch of different quotes. And the quote says, people romanticize their plans but dread the execution. The magic you're looking for is in the work you're avoiding, which I think is a very powerful, strong quote because I feel like so often people say, I want to look that certain way. I want to be able to do this. I wish that I could be like this. And they don't do anything to get closer to that goal. So in the case of waking up early, you're not just going to wake up at 6 a.m. one day and be like, okay, that's it. I'm done. Like easy. Or if you want to lose 10 pounds, you can't just not eat and drink like the sponsored bubble like tummy teas that they promote on Instagram and be like, okay, done. Like nothing is going to come easy and you have to work for it. And there's another quote, which I don't have written down, but it goes something like in two weeks, you'll feel it in six weeks, you'll notice it or in two weeks, you'll notice it in six weeks, you'll feel it. And in eight weeks, other people will start to notice. And I think that that's very true. I think that it all starts within you first and you can't be waiting for that instant gratification. You really have to try to teach yourself um, to be patient and teach yourself to want to do these things. So like I was saying, time batching is a really awesome way to do that. And you can do it in every area of your life. So for me, I do it for waking up in the morning, but you can also do it for your academic goals. So maybe you have a huge paper to write and the task is super daunting to you. So instead of going to the library where you don't particularly care to go, for me, I think that our library is kind of like a dungeon. It's full of people and really dark. And I'm a people person, but not when I need to get stuff done. So I hate the library. So for me, I like to go to a local coffee shop. I absolutely love kombucha, and there's a coffee shop that has 20 different kombuchas on tap, and it also has a lot of natural light. It's very open and airy, which is completely up my alley. That's when I do the best work, and that's when I'm in the best mood. So whenever I need to be really productive, I go to the specific coffee shop, and I pair working really, really hard with this coffee shop. So now whenever I go to that exact location, my brain switches into productivity mode, which is why it's so important to have designated spots for different parts of your life. I live in a sorority house. I've talked about this a lot on the podcast and my room is just really tiny. And as much as I love my roommates and I love the people that I live with, like in this room and outside, like in the house, it's just not my happy place. I don't really love it. There's not a lot lot of natural light, and it's kind of a shoebox of a room. So I try to only sleep here. I do homework on the bottom floor, or I go to the library if I really need to, and I, like I said, I don't love doing, or I go to this coffee shop. I play my podcast downstairs in the living room area of my house. I do my laundry in the common space of my room, but not on my bed. And this sort of separation allows my brain to recognize what needs to be done when I'm in that location. It helps my brain to declutter and to not have time to think about what it's doing. Instead, that space is used for the actual task at hand. So it's kind of like when you're going to bed at night and you're looking at your phone and you're just your brain is just getting overstimulated and bombarded with things. The same thing is true if you are having to complete a specific task in a place where your brain doesn't associate that task. So 
if I was trying to do homework while laying in bed, my brain would just be bombarded because it's like, wait, do you want to go to sleep? Do you want to watch Netflix? Do you want to be productive? Like, I can't tell. So you really have to prioritize and not only prioritize, but prioritize where you are going to do these certain things. And it's really going to help you be in a better mindset and kind of get out of this rut. And so finally, the third cause of this rut or burnout that college students face is face. Wow, I cannot speak today. I feel like I say that every podcast episode that I really just can't speak. Sorry, guys. But the third cause is a feeling um, of loneliness and being single in a negative way. And I feel like in the winter, so many people just want somebody to be around, to do cute things with, to stay in and watch movies with. And sometimes it's hard to take time for yourself and not focus on dating or other people. And it's so hard. I get it. At least for me, I'm getting to an age where I feel like a lot of people have significant others or at least seeing other people. And sometimes it's so easy to compare yourself to them. And... I don't know. It's it's kind of a weird thing because in college, kids are either dating or absolutely not at all interested in dating. And then if you look at people five years older than us, they're like getting married and having families. And I feel like it's just so easy to compare yourself. And so it causes a sense of like sadness or puts you into a rut, which I, for me personally, I think that one of my main reasons for being in a rut is just not having a plan. And I think that the inability to plan your relationships, to plan where your life is going to go romantically or in a love sense is really stressful. But this is a quote. I'm hitting you guys with another quote. I told you I'm really into Pinterest right now that I found and I really liked it. And it says, maybe right now your journey is about being alone. Maybe this is the season you're being challenged to learn how to wake up in the middle of the bed, to finally find hope in the vacancy, hope in the quiet, hope in the way that you can stretch in your life and give yourself permission to take up space within it. Maybe right now you are being shown that you can take care of yourself, that you can depend on the person you've become and that you can be your own home no matter what comes your way. And I just, I really like that because I feel like it's so easy to be like, I really wish I had someone to talk to about this or I really wish I had someone to bounce ideas off of or whatever it may be and sometimes you want someone more than just like a friend and you want someone who's emotionally invested in you and someone that's going to show you that they care but that's not always the journey that is intended for you in this specific time and so I think it's really important to remember that it is a journey and it's not nothing's going to come easy and you just have to be confident in yourself and be okay with yourself and that's that sounds cliche and you see all the things on Instagram that are like you have to love yourself first and blah 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 blah. but I really do think that you need to be your own home no matter what comes your way a couple episodes ago actually it was probably wow like seven or eight episodes ago now um I recorded an episode and I said if everyone left you tomorrow would you be okay And that's a really weird way to think about things. But that mindset is something that I hold so true and I find so important in my own life because you have to be able to depend on on yourself. And when you invest your time and energy into people who don't necessarily deserve it, then you're drifting farther away from yourself. Your energy is your currency. So you have to use it well. You have to invest it wisely and you have to really make something of it because you're not just going to get out of a rut by having bad energy, by having a bad mindset and whatever it may be, academics, non-academics, friends, social life, 
like relationships, whatever it may be, you have to change it. And there's not enough self-help books out there and not enough podcasts, not enough um, YouTube videos that are going to tell you step-by-step instructions on how to get out of a rut, which I know at this point you're probably thinking, okay, the title of this podcast is how to deal with burnout and how to get out of a rut. It's not handed to you on a silver platter. And I'm not trying to say like, oh, it's hard work. Like you're not going to be able to do it. You can do it, but you have to have it in you to do it. You can't expect anybody else to do it for you. You can't expect anyone to make a change. So every morning we get the chance to be different and we get the chance to be better, but you have to make that cognitive choice to be different, to be better because your past is your past and you can either choose to live in the past or you can leave it in the past and get on with your future. And I feel like so often we say, okay, I'm over it. I'm leaving in the past. Like I'm not dealing with it anymore. But then you do, you still hold on to it. And even if you don't outwardly display it, it's still something that you're dealing with or something that you're working through or something that you're not happy with. And you truly, in order to get out of this rut or to get out of this burnout, you have to be able to look inwards and be okay with it with yourself. So to kind of wrap up this podcast, I know that that was a lot of information just to throw at you guys all at once. Um, I'm just going to give you the tip of write things down, plan, organize and set new goals for yourself or look at your old goals and rework them so that they're applicable to your life. So maybe this these past 17 days it's been a learning experience. And like I said 80% of Americans they're done. They're they're done with their new year's resolutions, done with their goals, and that doesn't have to be you. If you're really feeling burnt out or you're feeling like a goal is a lot harder to accomplish than you were expecting, rework it. So maybe your original goal was to go to the gym five times a week and you've realized over the past 17 days that that's just really not working, that you're feeling very burned out at the gym, that you're not performing as good as you thought you were going to be, that you're injuring yourself, that you're not getting as much sleep, whatever it may be, rework that goal. Instead of going to the gym five times a week, go to the gym twice a week, go to the gym three times a week, kind of rework it so that it's going to be a new, more achievable goal. And that's kind of what life is. It's all about trial and error. It's not like you can just say, okay, I'm going to do this and then do it. If it were that easy, everyone would be doing it. So rework your goals and start to think about why they're your goals. Start to determine why you're in this rut, why you're facing this burnout and write down what you're going to do to get out of it. Plan, make action like plans that you can actually do for yourself to get to a better mindset because ultimately at the end of the day, it is all about your mindset. So I think that's it for this week's episode, you guys. I don't know how long it was. Um, I live in a sorority house, like I've said a thousand times. You're like, okay, Maddie, we get it. We're beating a dead horse. But both of my roommates are home right now, so they've listened to me literally record this entire podcast. So I'm going to go. But I hope that you guys liked this episode. Um, Let me know in um on our instagram give us a review and we are going to be having a couple special guests coming up in the near future so you know um slide into our dms let us know what you want to see and what you who you want to hear from and topics you want us to discuss because um just like you guys we try to i get at least my inspiration from like i was saying pinterest or other podcasts or people or sometimes i just wake up in the middle of the night with an idea but we too face burnout so if you guys want to see something in particular we would love to do that for you 
So until next time, I will see you guys later and have a great week. See you guys next Monday. Bye.